to three we're going to read. Um, one, one in, yeah, one, two, three. One. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. And if you can also follow me in Matthew, um, we'd be reading from chapter 11, verses 28 to 30. It says, um, Come to me, this is Jesus speaking, Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Let's um, pray. Father, we come in the name of Jesus. We thank you for your word. We ask that today you speak to our hearts, renewing our minds, and just uh, strengthening us, Lord. We thank you that um, even in the changes that are happening around us in, in the nation, Lord, we can find peace in you, Lord, through your word and your spirit. Father, we just also bless Pastor Rod and Karen in this time, and ask that you renew them and give them strength, Lord, and that you continue to bless uh, City Temple and all that in this time and the work that it's doing. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. I was just, um, I have, when I have my four kids together, they, they have a lot of energy. They've got lots of, you know, they always want to do things, jump around, run around, um, and because they're still quite young, they still sometimes need a nap occasionally. Not always, but they can sometimes get quite grumpy in the afternoon especially. I have a four-year-old. And you could tell at the moment that there's a moment where they just get really upset. And you know, oh gosh, she needs just the rest. And it's, you can see the eyes. And she's just, and you tell her to sleep. And it's like the last thing she wants to do is sleep. It's like, if anything, she just wants to stay awake and just continue to cry or to ask for something. And once you, I finally do, or sometimes like even in the summer, there's lots of activities. By giving her a nap, she gets back up and it's completely a different person. It's like, what happened to you? You, you? I thought, you know, it felt like you were demon-possessed for, for a while, and now all of a sudden, look, you're, you're a new person. You're completely calm. And I think we need to find that sometimes, yeah, now that we've, we're adults and we have responsibilities, whether it's our family, our work, our studies, we sometimes also need to find that rest. And it's different. It isn't that rest, like, physically, like maybe in, in the sense of a child needing to rest from, from it, all that tiredness, but, the, but a spiritual rest of resting in God. When we look at the psalm, and here the, uh, the psalmist David writes about his relationship with God, and we see that he's bringing this imagery of, of being the shepherd and the sheep, something that he was so familiar with, and he's speaking about how his relationship with God gives him this peace, gives him this rest. And when he understands that it's him that makes him lie down, it is him that gives him the green pastures, it's him that gives him the water, that he can find that rest and that peace, and that it rest isn't something you strive for, but almost, in a way, we understand that as we trust God, it becomes a gift that he gives to us, and it is a challenge, because we have all the work priorities, all the things, all the things that are expected of us, put on us, as we grow and we mature, as we lead our, our, our jobs, or our families, or we're working on our studies, there's all that pressure upon us, and sometimes we just need to remember God, you're the one who gives us the peace and the gift that, that, that we need. So it's, you know, learning to rest from stress and anxiety, from fear, from the pressures, 
from, from, you know, even when we're listening to the news, right now everything's kind of this, this big change that we've had in our leadership of our government. And you can hear the naysayers saying, oh, over-optimistic, he's making things look like it's going to be great. And others saying, look, we've got to, you know, there, there is an opportunity. And I really, we've been hearing here in, at City Temple how it's important to know that there are going to be tough times ahead of us, but that tough people overcome tough times. I like that saying a lot. And so we need to have that rest and that peace in our hearts that we're, even though things change around us and even though that, that all this struggle, that we can have that confidence and that trust in God that he has, he, he's above all of this situation and that even the outcomes that, we, that we're not sh- sure yet what's going to happen or how it's all going to turn out, he knows our end. And I think that's what the psalmist understood is that if I can just rest, if I can just meditate and think about God, think about his truth, think about him. And it's, about, it's that truth that about being still and knowing he is God. Isn't that, that's the struggle sometimes, isn't it? I don't know how you are like, especially if you've had a lot of coffee. I find it sometimes quite difficult to sleep at night. <laughs> I try to avoid coffee after 12, but occasionally because of work and other commitments, I have, I have a quick cup to keep me going. But I find myself sometimes in the bed at night and I can still feel the caffeine in the body. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, the, the, the thoughts start to come in. I need to cover this, we need to do this, and there's these other situations and needs, whether family, ministry, or work. And all of that starts to go around the head. And you think, wait, I need to find myself, wait, wait, I need to pull back and say, God, you know, there's nothing I can change right now on this bed of what's going to happen tomorrow or what's happened in the day. But what I can do right now is thank you that I'm in the bed, (laughs) that I'm resting right now, can thank you that tomorrow is a new day, there's a new mercy, and that tomorrow, Lord, you'll give me new strength, and that you will show me how to get through this. So learning to just be still, even that sometimes can be the, 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 the battle in our minds and in our hearts, and just learning to, to understand. So again, the psalmist giving this. I like the imagery. I love the, the, the thought of, of just being on a, a green pasture, or being next to still waters, or being in a place where you felt fed and comforted. And, some, and that's that place of prayer, and that place of intimacy with God, being still and knowing Him, knowing He's omnipresent, He's omni, omnipotent, that He's in control, He's all-powerful and everything. But when anything that disturbs our inner peace, there, there's a signal that something's happening, something's wrong. And usually those are like the alarm bells. Okay, what am I worrying about? And then bringing it into prayer. Learning how to taste that. Now, peace is an evidence that the inner life is at rest from striving and, and struggling. I like that a lot. And so it's going from striving to rest, going from my self effort to that grace of God and understanding that He's there. And sometimes going from the reasoning, like I said, when, you're stru- when, you're th- when you overthink something and learning to come over to the place, all right, God, you ha- you're, I want to know you in this. I want your revelation. I want to know who you are. I want to be fully alive in him. And that's, I like when we understand that who our identity is in him, knowing that we're secure, accepted, and we have purpose in him. And so we, we leave that place of anxiety and come into that wonderful place of peace. And it takes time. I think one of the biggest things I, I, I 
I struggle, especially when the kids are awake. So I try to find a moment when everything's quiet in the house and just to have that peace and that moment with God. So I have to really push myself early in the morning. You know, I've got one of my, my kids wakes up at about six or seven, depending what, how he is, but he's an early. We always say he's the intercessor of the family. God, even though he's six years old, I know that you're, he wakes up early because he's going to be a, an intercessor. But I have to sometimes beat him before there just to find that time of peace and just to say, God, okay, you know, what's your word? What are you saying for me today? Or, you know, just, I want to give you thanks, God. I'm here, this is a new day. So it takes away from being self-centered. Sometimes it's all about, you know, me and what am I? No, what is your glory? What is your kingdom? What do you want to say? How can I be also the gift of peace at your hands to others? How can I release peace? And sometimes it could be just in things as listening to someone else. Sometimes, or or asking someone how their day has been. And just a word of encouragement. And sometimes it's that we we can also be that gift of peace because we found in him our peace. And, And in Matthew chapter 11, the verse that we read, Jesus also invites us into this rest. And he gives this gift of rest. And he doesn't make an invitation just to one. He says to all, everyone who's heavy laden, everyone who's got a burden, everyone who's struggling, everyone who has so much happening, come and have this. You know, let's, you know, even when you feel fatigued and wearied and troubled, he's saying, I come, I'm inviting you into this place. And it's, he says, come to me. So there's this relationship. Peace isn't in an institution or in a church or, or in systems. And it's, I mean, you can go to some of the self-help sections in bookshops and they talk about peace or in a, you know, having to find yourself and understand yourself. But peace is found in a relationship in Jesus Christ, knowing him, knowing what he's done for us, the words that he spoke on the cross, it is finished. No more working to try and find our acceptance and our salvation in, in, in Christ or in God through our own merits, but resting and knowing that Jesus is the Lamb of God, that he takes our sin and that we can rest in the finished work that he's done. And from there, in the power of the Holy Spirit, we continue to go. I, I, I like that, that the, we see in creation, God works six days and he rests on the last day. And then he gives the work to, to, to his creation, gives over to Adam. So we start from God's rest. And we begin to work from that place. And sometimes we, we think, I'm going to work so I can rest. Really, we should understand we rest in God, and from that place we can work. Because then our minds are clearer, our hearts are, are more sensitive. We're not trying to figure everything out in our ability and our strength, but understanding, okay, God, you know, you're the one who's already, you've already seen everything that's going to happen. I want to be spirit-led to accomplish what you have called me to do here and now. So peace and that rest is a gift from him. It's not a gift if it is a gift, then it's not a work. It's not something we strive for. So we center our focus on Jesus, the author, the finisher of our faith. And then we're able to go through that storm and that, or able to go through that place that we, we feel, okay, there's struggle here. There's, there's a challenge here. I like that how, how Jesus says to him, you know, take my yoke upon you. And that's that teaching of the rabbi, you know, the, the disciples learning to follow him learning to be, to be with him, learning the way he prayed, learning the way he fasted, learning the ways how he would 
get away from the crowd, get away from the ministry, get away from the work, and look for that quiet time to be with God and hear directly from Him so that way to give and to do the works of the Father. So Jesus rested in listening the direction of the Holy Spirit and refusing to, to be pressured by the expectations that others were trying to put on Him. You know, sometimes they want to make Him a king. Other times they want to crucify Him. Other times they're looking for Him to, to see, or, are you with the Romans or are you with the people? Are you with the Sadducees or the Pharisees? And He wasn't for any of those. He was for the kingdom of God and His Father's will. I, I, you know, that, that gives me a, 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 an inner peace and conviction that especially in the political and it's the changes happening in, even across the pond we hear these debates going on to see who's going to take over leadership and yet it's these political parties will come and go these establishments will rise and fall but the kingdom of God remains forever and upon, and we, and upon that truth upon him on Christ we can stay sure I know we have to vote and we have to be involved in, in certain ways in these things. But it's, I don't put my trust and complete confidence in all of that. I have to find it in Him. He's the one who gives me that peace and that security. Understanding that. And so we learn to lean upon the Lord. He says, you know, to lean upon me. You know, that, that the kingdom of heaven is not about eating or drinking, but about joy in, a, in, in the Holy Spirit. So I want I, I, to think about these things and not to try and struggle in our own ability like uh, sometimes maybe all of that pressure you're feeling all of that struggle all of that why, why isn't this all working out is sometimes just finding and saying lord i need to get, stand again and find that gift of peace that's in you to quiet my soul and to spend time with you and what a better time as, as we're in summer to spend some time in prayer i want us to bow our heads in prayer as we ask the spirit of god to minister to our hearts Father, I thank you, Lord. Thank you that you are the great shepherd. And we find our, our, our strength, we are refreshed and renewed when we're in you, Lord. And Father, there are so many pressures and expectations around us, so many things that are, are pulling at us continuously. But Lord, we want to always find our confidence and our assurances in you and what you've said and what you want to do Lord, you've uh, prepared even a feast for us. It says in your word that we will, you set a table in front of us before our enemies, that even though there may be opposition, you provide so we can rest and even bless those who curse us, even bless those who, who speak against us. So Father, I, I pray that today that we be uh, renewed and take that gift that is in you. Lord, whatever's been uh, holding our hearts in fear, in anxiety, whatever's been pulling or tugging us to, to take away our confidence in you, Lord, we ask that you break it in the name of Jesus. Lord, that we rise up, like it says in the word, renewed, like upon eagle's wings, Lord, that we would just be totally transformed and come out, Lord, with a, a new way of seeing how you are in, in every situation, Lord. So, Father, I just thank you for this, Lord. I thank you for, we will not try to struggling anymore but just find that peace that is in Christ Jesus in the finished work of the cross Lord Father we give you glory we give you honor Father I also pray for healing right now I pray for those who may be physically needing healing in their bodies Lord Father for anyone who has pain arthritis Lord I pray that you bring healing upon bodies and bones 
And Father, I just thank you, Lord, that you, you, are, you are the Christ, the healer, that by your stripes, past, present, and future, Lord, you continue to heal. And we're grateful for that, Lord. Spirit of God, we thank you for your healing touch. We give you the glory and all the honor. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 I ask if we stand and worship the Lord in this last song.